Hello and welcome to Investors Hangouts. This weekly interaction to help you learn and understand savings and investment issues is brought to you by Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund and Value Research. Now with interest rates likely to go down, it's a good time to buy debt funds. But wait, why did I say that? What is this relationship between interest rates and debt funds? And how can you capitalize on it? That's what we'll discuss about in today's episode with Dhirendra Kumar. Welcome Dhirendra. Thank you. Let's begin with this relationship between de- uh, debt funds and interest rates. How does it work? It's a very funny relationship. And you know, most investors are quite intrigued by this, that uh, when interest rates go up, bond prices go down. Hmm. Simply because, you know, when interest rates go up, all the older bonds will keep yielding the lower interest rate on which they were issued. Hmm. So, or, so, so, so they fall in value. And this is something which most mutual fund investors who are naive investors who don't understand that interest rate went up and I, 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 got, I was hit by the loss. Hmm. So when interest rates go up, mutual funds fall in value, debt funds or bond prices go down. Hmm. When interest rate go down, bond prices are appreciate exactly for the reverse reason hmm. that you are holding bonds which will be yielding, yielding higher return as of yesterday and before. And future interest rates or future bonds will be issued at lower rates. Hmm. So they become pricey. So far, you know, randomly interest rates were going up. But now we have come to a point where interest rates have stabilized. It looks unlikely that they will go up any further. Hmm. And uh, looks likely that either it will stabilize, it will remain where it is. Hmm. Or there is a small likelihood that at some point, and not necessarily near future, but some foreseeable future or reasonable future, Hmm. it will go down. When interest rates go down, then some kind of bonds, they appreciate in value much more Hmm. than other kind of bonds. Long maturity bonds, because the commitment or the promise to yield higher, give higher interest Hmm. for a longer period, they go up more because, Hmm. you know, the promise is, to give you more return, more higher coupon for 15 years, 20 years. So depending, so longer the maturity, higher the appreciation. So long guilt funds, which which are, you know, guilt, which is issued, you know, investing in bonds issued by the government. Mm. They are free from any credit risk. They are unlikely to default. Mm. They are also likely to honor each and every promise of giving you interest on time. And they also happen to be the only issuing uh, only bonds which are which are of longer maturity. Hmm. Corporate bonds are not available in longer maturity or as long a maturity as the government bond of 10 year, 15 year, 20 year, 25 years and so on. So uh, they go do appreciate in value the moment interest rate go up and they could that could you know that could be an opportunistic investment for investors. But normally at value research we have a slightly different and little passive and little boring view about how to how to go about uh, investing in bonds. Okay, now with that in mind, who should invest in debt funds and why? Oh, the investment in debt funds should be for a very basic reason, irrespective of what the interest rate is, whether it will go up, whether it will go down. Mm-hmm. And you know, debt, I'm talking of the whole gamut, mm-hmm. whether it be fixed deposit, whether it be a debt fund, whether it be buying a bond, buy, whether it be buying an infrastructure bond, so for some opportunistic mm-hmm. reason or whether it be your public provident fund investment, because mm. that is also fixed income. I consider it as a mainstream debt investment. You should have debt for two reasons. One is that uh, you want a part of your money to be completely insulated from market risk. Mm. And uh, you want that part of your money to be reasonably stable. Mm. So the money which is in public provident fund or the money which is in debt fund or the money which is in fixed deposit, 
it might go down a little bit but even if they go down they don't go down by 1% 2% but they, there is never a significant loss of capital mm. you can't put all your money in equity so the money with which you can't take chances that should be in debt the other is that you know to have a nice sleep at night you need to have a relatively more stable you know your overall portfolio stability of your portfolio mm -hmm. and for that we keep telling time and again in investor hangout that have a fixed income allocation have an asset allocation and that mm -hmm. fixed income allocation should be there irrespective of the state of the market mm -hmm. it should be dependent on your comfort level that you know you get very upset if markets go up and down dramatically or you are comfortable with it then you can have a smaller fixed income allocation but every investor should have a fixed income allocation and that is why you should have debt okay so fixed income allocation and uh, higher stability you get higher that. stability yeah why debt funds debt funds vis-a-vis -vis fds uh, why debt fund because you know it's you have the flexibility you don't have to lock into a term then the biggest advantage you know debt funds were very much more attractive earlier mm. but you know that that despite that attractiveness gone there is a very significant advantage which investors are unable to appreciate two advantages one is that you are able to diversify when you invest in a debt fund you are you are actually lending money to 20 people mm. or 20 entities 20 20 company, companies or governments and things like that so you are de-risk on that front. One significant advantage is that you are not liable to pay taxes on the appreciation till you realize it. Hmm. Because you know you have 25% today. Right. And then you are in doing your SIP in equity fund and next year you take some money out from equity and move it into debt. Hmm. And it, it once again becomes 20, 75-25. Till you realize that any part of the gain from your debt investment you are not liable to pay taxes. All other bonds uh, except PPF is uh, taxable the interest that you get from a bank deposit is taxable even if it is a cumulative deposit you are supposed to pay taxes on the interest that has accrued to you because that is the accrual accounting principle followed in filing returns so and in case of a bond same and the moment tax is payable from the interest that you earn your capital gets lowered all right so higher stability better liquidity potentially higher returns than fds and then taxable only when you redeem when you redeem it okay. and also lowering the risk because of diversification right but there are some 15 categories of debt funds so how does one choose the one best suited for their needs well i would like to simplify for most investors you know don't try to get venturesome with debt it doesn't make sense to get adventurous with debt simply because you know most investors should actually invest in equity for their long-term growth mm. and when you are choosing an asset for stability mm. or for near-term requirement why take chance mm. uh, also you know the moment you take chance to optimize or maximize your return in the short run mm. your capital will be at stake mm. so for little higher return you can't risk that you will not get the return of your capital. Hmm. Uh, it's very important to ensure that you're investing in a conservative manner. So I would say that most investors should do without getting adventurous with their debt investments. Okay. They should invest in short-term debt fund and that is a principled view we have taken at Value Research. Hmm. In our, all our advisory uh, portfolios and things like that, we think that investing for less than six months, invest in a liquid fund. Hmm. It's virtually close to being no risk. Second is, little more than that and couple of years for all your requirements, short-term debt fund will do the job. And if interest rates go down, they will, up, they will give, get you a little more return. 
and for the extra adventurous one who don't want to take chances and they want to invest for one or two years and they they are they will be willing to you know get a kick out of if interest rates go up then maybe you know consider today investing in a long term guild fund mm-hmm. is not that risky mm-hmm. simply because the likelihood of interest rates going up is very low mm-hmm. but still you can get surprises mm-hmm. and uh, if you can hold it for a longer period you will be able to optimize or you know you can some once in a while get quite a substantial substantially higher return all right so that's about debt funds now before we wrap up this episode we have a viewers question that we'd like to answer mm-hmm. rohan shah what is the best valuation metric or group of metrics that a simple retail investor should see before investing there are just too many of them mm-hmm. and uh, it depends on uh whether you are trying to do it trying to understand the valuation of the overall market mm-hmm. or a specific security mm-hmm. specific security it is very simple go to value research online and we give you a valuation grade of each and every stock mm-hmm. so you will figure out that you know if this valuation grade is above this then it is very pricey mm-hmm. if it is below this then it is cheap mm-hmm. but then you have to see the valuation of each and every security each and every company stock mm-hmm. in relation to its quality mm. in relation to its growth mm. and you know in relation to its corporate governance and many qualitative things mm. so you can have a great company mm. which is available at a very fancy price mm. and historically it has been so it could be an internally relative thing a company could be expensive or uh, you know cheap depending on what it has been historically mm. So I would say that individual securities go to value research online look at this valuation matrix besides that we give you three four things which is unique to value research online mm. which is price to book value historical of that that company mm. price to earning ratio going back many years going back 10 years mm. and in relation to its three year median five year median one year median so you can see how this company stacks up as of now If you are thinking about you know changing your allocation that okay market is very expensive mm-hmm. or everybody is thinking that market is very expensive uh, how do you measure it I would say that there is no simple way of doing that mm-hmm. uh, but I would like to give you one qualitative uh, pointer or indicator and it has worked in very nicely in last 30 years whenever the market has become very exuberant you know the market has gone out of whack Mm. and it has been expensive something like january 2008 mm. or something like 2001 when the tech tech boom before the te- you know while the tech boom was on or sometime in 1992 when the pied piper effect of harshad mm. mehta or you know those, those big uh, you know zoom uh, leap of the market those things can be very easily anticipated though it is very diffi- it is nearly impossible to call it when you are in the middle of it mm. uh, but uh, i would say that simply you know when you have this mainstream newspaper jagran times of india indian express and hindustan times when the headline of these newspapers become stock market then it is time to worry mm-hmm. and uh, if and when you know you, people say that when your uh, you know pan shofala or you know when your tea, your milkman actually starts talking about market then it is time to worry mm-hmm. uh, so that is one of the bigger points in terms of when you should worry a little bit but what can you do about it Mm-hmm. it is very hard to get out of the market when the market is in the middle of that you know roaring boom mm-hmm. uh so i think you know the simplest thing that you should think of doing and effectively implementing 
is working on an asset allocation plan mm -hmm. and making sure that you are periodically rebalancing it. Mm -hmm. And when a market like this happens, when you know it's zooming, going up, and you know, and you will start regretting if you do a very binary uh, choice. Mm -hmm. That that is the time when you should do it more often. If you are getting worried, do it every quarter. Mm -hmm. So you will be able to take a part of the gain, but you will not be out of the market. So asset allocation, rebalancing. Don't try to time it. There is not a single single measurement. Hmm. Specific security, you can have measurement. All right. Well, that's all we have for you in today's episode. Keep watching the space for more information. If you like the show, do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you for watching. Take care. Bye for now.